The Chemic Royals Cricket Club podcast is proud to be sponsored by Royalty Plumbing. Royalty Plumbing is a reliable plumbing, gas and electrical company dedicated to providing quality service throughout the Perth area. Give them a call today on 9451 7735. Yes, welcome back. Another massive episode of the Kenwick Cricket Club podcast. And boy, isn't it going to be a big one. Huge week of cricket. Uh, unfortunately, the Fs didn't get on the park, but we'll talk about that very shortly. Stephen, first of all, how are you? Yeah, pretty good, thanks, mate. Pretty good. Uh, I'm glad we made it into the studio. It was almost the episode that didn't happen. Uh, very close. We were outside and struggling to get in the building, but we are here now. And it is all guns are blazing. Let's uh, let's go, giddy up. Let's kick into it. It's going to be a massive, massive show now. Where do we want to start? You you pick. There's so many options. Let's let's start with the Fs because okay. you know that's probably the it's probably the worst worst part of the weekend. Yeah, unfortunately, the one day Fs did have to forfeit. Uh, it just wasn't the week for it. It was really tough going. Uh, it was one of those weeks where early in the week, you're like, yeah, we're pretty confident we'll be fine here. And just all fell apart. Anything that could have gone wrong went wrong in terms of selections. Just guys pulling out late, unfortunately, um, due to re- like valid reasons, a lot of them. See, end of levers or something, so we were around levers weekend? We were, but Dalton came back and played, so... Yeah, but he's a good bloke. Um, so, you know, that's that's a factor. It was also the first 37, 8-degree yeah. day. Yeah, look, that's enough, really. That's enough to kill most... Yeah, so grade sides. late, mid-Friday night, I was like, I thought we were still going to be okay, because I had the Bs at 11, I had the Fs at 8, and at that point I was like, even just one more, nines, you know, you, you deal with it. Um, uh, then someone pulled out a Bs, someone else pulled out, and I went, no, nah, we're done. So I, I made the call, uh, unfortunately Fs had to forfeit, a few of those S boys came into my side, for example, Jack Mills wasn't going to let him miss out on a game, so he came straight in. That's one of my strike bowlers. And there's the silver lining. Oh, exactly. Jack Mills gets a one-day bees gig, which I'm sure would have been exciting for him. Uh, and he provided great chat, great atmosphere. Um, a few spectators, his mum was there, you know, watching. Which oh, just bringing the fans down. Yeah. Kelly Lamb was there, mum of Riley as well. So, oh, yeah, real family feeling. Real fa- we are a family club. Yep, one-day one day families, as the S refer to themselves yeah, as. Yeah, as they should. Uh but yeah, hopefully the S get back on the park uh, in their next game. Obviously, no game this week for the Bs or the S, as we didn't make the T Twenty Grand Final, unfortunately. Mm. Came in with a, a real wet sail through the end of those T Twenties, didn't we? we Came did. in with a real wet sail. We did, but unfortunately, it just wasn't enough. Alas, not wet enough. Mm. Uh, let's jump into the one day Bs. Let's get this out of the way. Yeah, no, that's for the best. Uh, that's for the best because if, if we're talking about hard times. These, yeah. were, these were those. They, they were hard times. Uh, yeah, didn't go to plan. Uh, didn't have our strongest side on paper. Uh, we certainly we had a crack, I guess. Uh, bold first. Yeah, didn't. <laughs> they made five for 279. Uh, D'Souza, 65. Benbow, 68. Rourke, 61. Smith, 60. We did get hot for a, a duck low, and we thought, maybe we're back. We weren't back. Take that, David. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the bowling, uh, wickets to Jagadoge, Nick Jackson with three and Dalton King with one. 
Uh, the rest had a lot to be desired. I thought Jack Mills actually bowled quite well for his four overs, deserved a couple of wickets. Uh, Narducci with three overs and also kept. It's pretty rare. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also, that's that's pretty gooch, isn't it? Yeah. But that's all gooch areas. Um, Man Mahit Singh thought actually bowled quite well for his three overs as well, none for 19. Um, I think the thing I was more happy with is when he was hit for his boundaries, it was more off full bowling than short bowling, which I told him just be full. I'd rather be full than short. So he listened. Yeah, he listened. He did his job. So well, considering uh, what thirty-five uh, overs, two hundred and seventy-nine runs, eight and over. Mm. So yeah, he went for nineteen off his three. So yeah, that's economical in the circumstances. Yeah. Uh, our batting, uh, Jake Lockyer really batted well at the start, making fifteen off thirty. <laughs> no one went open. Nick Jackson said, "I'll do it." Oh, the old, the old Lego head. Welcome back, Lego head. Uh, there was one funny story. Um, he probably won't find it funny. We're all sitting in the change rooms. We're all munted after we've been bowling for 35 hours in the heat, getting licked. And Nick goes, oh, can someone give me throwdowns? And everyone went, <laughs> yeah, that was the exact reaction. And I said, I'll just take the first ball with your throwdown, mate. And no one gave him throwdowns. And he survived five balls. Somehow. Uh, Riley Land looked good for his five until he got out, unfortunately. I said to Manny, Manny, do you want to... Do you want to open, do you want to bat at four? Said, oh, okay, no worries. Um, Sheep was in at five. Sheep said to me, "Oh, tell me if he's out." I'm looking out the change room door. Literally three seconds later, I saw all three stumps on the ground. Went, Manny's out. You're in. So unfortunately for Manny, didn't last too long. Sheep twenty six off seventy one. I propelled myself up the order to six with a brisk three off twenty eight. That is brisk. Uh, Jack Mills, Golden Duck, unfortunately. Don Jagadoge, Three Ball Duck. Scotty Hartman, just showed he still has it, batted really well, uh, made 27. Uh, Narducci with three, and Dalton King, 13, not out at the end. So, I guess the silver lining, if there is any, we batted the 35, which... Kept them out there and what would have been something close to heat. Yeah. There would have been... Um, there was a lot of Scott Hartman saying, let's just bat the 35, boys. Let's really... Let's just bat the 35. And we did. So, so yeah, look, take that as a positive. Yeah. Uh, had the toss gone the other way, that batting lineup surely would look a lot different. Yeah, yeah, probably. We we sort of knew what we were chasing and went, well, you know. Got a bit different. Yeah, got a bit funky. Mm. I certainly won't be batting six ever again. So opening next week? No. I need to get a bit of fitness under my belt, but I can't run between the wickets quick enough. I should have been out for a diamond duck, like three metres out of my career. Sheep absolutely barbecued me. What a dog. Like, hit it straight to point, went yes. And, like, the keeper <laughs> the keeper fumbled the ball. I was out by so far. Like, should have been going, going for a diamond. Classic sheep dog. Uh, but, yeah, um, a game we'll probably never speak of again and move on. Look forward to facing them again in a couple of weeks. Yeah, less said the better. Yeah. Anyway, let's jump into uh, the f- 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 sixth grade. Let's go sixth grade. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, sixth grade, they had a good result. A welcome return to form. It was. Uh, they batted first, uh, making seven for 208. Rav was 26. Amesh, 10. Uh, and then Angat. Finally, he's getting a bit of form now. Starting to get Stringing rolling. it together. 64, which is very nice. Abby was 26, and with the ball, I believe Richard Pinto with a cheeky uh, four or five wickets, so four for 16. Yeah, off, off eight, with, with four maidens as well. Very, very handy. Yeah, old old Richie Pinto, a.k.a. Dick Bean. 
Uh, having a look here as well. Uh, Shion Mendes, three not out. Yuck. Yuck. And two for 14 or f- five. Yeah, bold okay, I guess. Um, did better the next day, I thought. Uh, let's jump into fourth grade. We'll start with the Sunday. Let's be a bit different. That's unusual. Let's, let's, why not? It's out of context. And that's why we do it. Oh, because this is your rodeo. <laughs> fourth grade uh, on the Sunday took on Cannington. Uh, batted first. After being 98 at 20 overs, I thought they probably should have made a few more. Seven for 183 ended up with. Yeah, they after drinks they uh, they regrouped. The drinks break couldn't have come quick enough for them. They yeah, yeah they regrouped and they really uh, gave us the clamps. Um, Rav opening the batting fifty one. Luke Shapers forty eight. And now Rav batted very well. Copped so much stick out there. Yeah, like yeah. one of the worst fifties I'd ever seen. They reckon. I'm like, what? <clears throat> so because we didn't have an umpire because. Apparently, umpires don't want to umpire Saturday and Sunday, but players can play Saturday and Sunday. Mm. Uh, so we had to umpire ourselves, and I did a fair bit of central out there. Uh, and gee, they they carried on like absolute pork chops. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and they gave Rav, yeah, a fair bit. Uh, inside the first couple of overs, he played some of the best cover drives. Yeah. Uh, I've seen in some time. Chatty's like, well, that's the best cover drive in the SMCA, and st- they're still feeding it to him. Like, what's wrong with you? I'll just do it again. Bang. Head. Uh, some late or hitting from Sean Ingram. Some 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 big shots. Yeah. Cannot under understate the importance. It was a huge huge knock yeah. in the context. And your little eight off nine running hard between the wickets. Yeah, some someone came up to me and said they'd never seen me run that hard uh, in my life, uh, mm. and that's probably fair because <laughs> I was doing my best to get Chuck on strike. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Chuck said, "Gee, I made I made Kempy run." Oh yeah, it was good. It was good one. Actually, one of my, you know, you play, you play cricket at this level for you know for the camaraderie and for the you know for the mateship and and one of the things uh, you know I come out to bat and what were we you know we were seven for what seven for one hundred and fifty one with about three three and a bit overs left after having such a good start you know potentially could have gone awry from there and and Chuck looks me in the eye and he says, "This is what dreams are made of." You and me batting together, and we punched gloves, and we went our separate ways, and then we and we put on a show. He actually told me afterwards he doesn't like you very much, but mm-hmm. so well, yeah. that, that hurts. <laughs> I kid, of course. Uh, but then the bowling innings came around, didn't it? Just right. and uh, walk me through it. Jesus, if uh, two days in a row we did not did not get off to the best start, just uh, just wayward. We carried on, wayward son, with the wides. Too many sundries. Uh, I thought Colby bowled pretty well. Two for 13 off his eight. Uh, yeah. Someone else took three for. Yeah. Got got a got a roll first change. Yeah. No John Safiotti in the side. You took one of the great Corton bowls. Look, that, that man VJ, he's a very nice man. He's the nicest man on that Cannington side. And I've always said that. Is that the spinner? Mm, no. Yep, yeah, it yep, is. Yep. Yeah. And uh, he absolutely belted the ball back at me. Yeah. It went through my hands at around waist height, hit me in my stomach, then popped back out, and I caught it. <laughs> I saw on the the run through after you caught it, though. You looked pretty excited. Oh, I was up and about. <laughs> I was up and about. There's was, uh, was a bit of yahooing going on. And uh, yeah, and indeed, he is the unluckiest man in all of Gannington. 
Uh, and in the end, you managed to win that. Uh, very close finish. They, eight, eight runs they fell short by. Came down to the final over. So a good win for the lads. An important win to keep that one-day season rolling on. Well, we're now 4-0. Four, four and oh. uh, That puts us on top of the one-day ladder. So I've got three fixtures left against uh, Rollystone this week. Then Willerton, then Coburn. So if we win two of the next three one-dayers, we'd be all but guaranteed, I'd reckon, to play in the one-day final. Yeah. If not, host it. Very exciting times. Uh, also, obviously, uh, the day before, you took on Riverton. Uh, batting first, good to see Chris Chadwick back in the run, 75, batting yeah. at three. Yeah, looked looked real good and played that anchor role for us, and it was a stinking hot day. Also, uh, speaking of Chad, he said he's really enjoying batting at three. He said it really... Instead of four, he just he feels really comfortable at three. Interesting. I would have, I probably would have felt more comfortable at at four. But I guess it's uh, it's the Ricky Ponting role, isn't it? I think it's he a just bit, said bit more pressure. It just feels like oh, he's got time if he needs to go out there. He doesn't need to rush. He just, he just feels very comfortable there. <clears throat> well, I mean, sometimes with our batting, uh, it doesn't matter whether you're opening or at four. <laughs> so or at six. Interesting. Yeah, interesting comments there from Christopher. But look, 75 knot, off 100 balls as well. Good clip, considering the heat. So, yeah. Uh, now, I believe when you bowled for... When you went out to bowl, that took you off to a little bit of a flyer, Riverton. Yeah, more than a little bit. I think they were 50 after six overs. And they were none for... I think they were none for... Well, they were, they were one... They were certainly one for... Yeah, 30, 30 or 40 inside of four overs. Like, they got off to... Yeah, they really... So, you guys would have been going, oh, dear. This is a bit nerve-wracking. Um... A little, a little bit, but also, um, we were saying between overs, like it's very clear that they know that they've got to chase a big score, yeah. And these blokes aren't going to all be able to come out and do this, yeah. So let's grab one. So we did. We grabbed one, one for thirty-nine. Then the other opener was still in, uh, and then we picked him up, and you know, two for fifty, uh, quickly then morphed into all out for one hundred and fifteen. And, uh, of course, as well. Well, actually, it wasn't that quick because they ended up keeping us out there 30, 31 overs. Not quick enough. Ian Archibald. Just another Pfeiffer. You're a wizard, Ian. He just does it for fun. And then I find out Saturday night he's still not leading the wickets because that VJ bloke was. Yeah. But now Ian's finally jumped ahead, I believe. Well, he took another two. So yeah. he took, took seven for the weekend. Yep. He'd have to be up there. Let's check that. Let's, let's do some, some quick fact checks. He'd have to be. Uh, obviously, I think he's taken over 20 wickets already. Yeah, I mean, I remember a couple of years ago playing in sixth grade. I won the Association Bowling uh, Average Award, I think. And I took 22 wickets at like seven and a half. Yeah, right. And he's got like... He's got... <laughs> he's equal highest. Yeah, him and Vijay both got 24 wickets. Wowee. That's a massive first half of the year. But Ian's an... Averaging 9.96. So, sorry, VJ, you're a nice man, but you're second, so unlucky. I would love Ian to win some trophies. That would get me up and about. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, let's... Shout out to, shout out to Wyman. Let's jump into the uh, under-12s. Uh, big week for them. They played a reduced overs match. Uh, Canning Vale had to leave early, so it was a 15-15 game. They contacted us early in the week, wanted to move the, see if we could move the game to Saturday, potentially, uh, just because all the kids were going on a camp, like a school camp that started on Sunday. Uh, our parents couldn't move to Saturday for the game. Uh, so we did play the Sunday, but we had to play 15-15 so they could 
head off early, so we accommodated that. It's quite unusual. Very strange. Uh, we batted first. No, they batted first. Four for 105 off their 15. Uh, we batted second, five for 68 off our 15. So having a look at the few of the bowling figures here, just one for throughout. A wicket for Druv, a wicket for Jack and Ancaro, a wicket for Sajib, and a wicket for Ronson. So well done to those, those lads. And let's have a quick look at the uh, run scorers as well. Uh, 20 for Gary. Gazza. Nice, Gary. Gazza's in some form. He's been he's been putting it together. I like that. Uh, also, Zeth Hanley retired as well. Well done to him. Making 13. And Sajib, 12. So, you know, a little bit of a... Some, some silver linings there for these boys. And seems to be a bit of improvement each week, which is good to see. That's the main thing. That's the um, main thing. A real uh, good win for the under-15s. I was really happy. A bit of a character-building win. Uh, sort of similar to the week before. We were four for not many, chasing a pretty reachable score, and we managed to dig ourselves out, which was really good. Um, kept Armad- Rolled Armadale for 121. Armadale, one of the better sides. Um, we did have Armadale at 1.8 for 73. They did get to 121, but they did have a couple of their better bats down the order, which I sort of knew when we were bowling early I could tell that these kids weren't their best bats um, as is the way in juniors yeah uh, I thought we did our best to contain them and managed to end up getting the wickets which was the most important thing uh, so yeah pretty pretty happy to get that win getting the 121 early on we were in a, a little bit of trouble uh, wasn't going to plan uh, we were sitting 1 for 17 2 for 24 3 for 30 and then 4 for 44 and we were about that situation against Les Murray last week as well. Uh, but we'd lost Jake Collingwood, Matty Goodhue, and Kieran Simon to... A couple of big wickets. Really big wickets. So, you know, I thought we were in trouble here. But I, again, stress to the lads, especially at the break, if we batted out our overs, we would win the game. And fortunately, the boys clutched up and we got the job done. Really important knock from Noah. Uh, 16 off 35. Might not seem like much, but just sort of steadied the ship. Uh, then Caleb Evans came out and just started hitting a few boundaries. Zach batted well too. Amar's little 11 off 17, important as well. Got us over the line and then got out after we got the score. Uh, and yeah, it was a really important win. So that puts us, uh, I believe, on the ladder at the moment, it says we're in fourth, which is incorrect because that will update once we have our buy. The points sort of level out. So, I see. Uh, we've got Les Murdy gold this week, so another really, Ooh, big, really big challenge. So we'll see how we go. Potential to create a bit of buffer space there on the ladder. Well, that would be a big win. I, I thought last week we versus Les Murdy Blue the week before Armadale, and I thought we have to win that game because Armadale will be tough. Now we've not have Armadale, so if we can grab another one against Les Murdy Gold, would be a huge coup for the club. Mm. I'm excited. I can't wait to hear about it. Me too. Uh, now, we'll get into the votes very shortly. But first, I want to speak a little bit about, bit about Rooster Cricket. Oh, who doesn't like talking about Rooster Cricket? Uh, because I just want to speak about the bucket hat, and I was telling you about it earlier. So before games, especially when it's hot, I like to get a bit of water on the hat, just for some, some bit of cooling stability. Yeah, and that 30, 37, 38 degree weather we're yeah. talking about. So usually I'd put some water in, and it would you know slowly flow through the fabric. Not in this hat, brother. Not this hat. Not this hat. Not with the fabric. You could, you could, you. I could have filled it up with water and run a drink out of the batsman. So you're saying it was a bucket? It was a hat. bucket. It was a bucket. I could have eaten hot soup out of it. I'd like to see that. I'd like to try it because it's not seeping through, brother. 
if I was to get a tin of soup, yeah, heat it up for you, yeah, and then pour it into the bucket hat, would you eat the soup? Uh, to prove a point, yes. I'll even then wash the bucket hat for you. Okay, sure. Un- unless, unless that's what you're into. <laughs> Not really. And we don't kink shame at the Kemet Cricket Club, so... We don't. That's um, one of our rules. Absolutely. Uh, aside from the bucket hat being a bucket and a hat, what else are you liking about the rooster apparel that we've got lately? Because I'm, I'm really big fan, big fan of the shorts. The shorts are very good. Uh, also, I didn't purchase a baggie because I have one. Really nice fitting baggies. Yeah, actually, that's a real good point. I mean, they are real comfortable on the head. Yeah, real fond of my new, new uh, baggy cap. Yeah, really, really big fan. Uh, I haven't tried a baseball cap on. They look really nice, so The boys have been saying about it, they're, uh, they're real happy with the caps. That's good. I'll tell you what, Chook actually, uh, Chooky Ingram, bought a new rooster stick. Yep. And I just haven't gone around to pick it up for him. I said I'd go pick it up for him, and I, and I haven't done it. So if you're listening, listening Chook, uh, and I'm sure you will be, I'm sorry. You should. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. Who knows? You should be ashamed of yourself, really. Um, I'm not because he's got a sensational cricket bat, courtesy of Josh at Rooster Cricket. Huge, if true. Uh, now, also, obviously, Rorty Plumbing, great, great friend of the show. Uh, if you have any, best friend of the show. They are. Um, if you have any needs that they can fulfill in a plumbing, gas, or an electrical sense. Yeah. Can I tell you actually? Uh, over the weekend, just gone my. Um, my sister messages me and she goes, uh, I had a bit of a bit of a plumbing problem at my house. I went, oh, okay, yeah. Um, everything, everything all good? And she goes, yeah, I just, um, I just messaged Royalty Plumbing. And, uh, and yeah, your mate Jim, JB, came out, huh. sorted everything out for me easy as. Oh, nice. And uh, he, was a, he was a cheeky rascal and uh, <laughs> yeah, had a bit of a laugh while we did it. So uh, just quality, not only quality work, but quality staff. Good stuff, Jim. Yeah. Really exciting times. Uh, also, thank you to Boom Radio, because we're in their studio, even though it was tough to get into, but we're here, and they've shared our stuff on Facebook, and we haven't got any mem- members from it yet, but uh, may- maybe uh, the new fellow came down train, maybe Arun, maybe he found out via Boom, who knows? Well, look, I mean, Jack Scanlon did play a game. He did. So, I can only assume that's as a result of Boom Radio. It is. Yeah. Uh, Something about new fella Arun Sharma. Tell me about he, him. He was going to play on the weekend in the S. Obviously, unfortunately, the S managed to forfeit. Um, he's going to come down on Thursday. He wanted to play this week. Obviously, we don't have the one day, so he'll miss out. But I'm already keen to buy some apparel. So there is some, obviously, leftover stock from the old gear, which we're still selling if people want it, because at least it's at least then they do still have some Kenwick gear. Nowhere near the same quality as Rooster oh, Cricket, though. not at all, but... At least they'll have something with the Kenwick logo on it. Yeah, true, and that is that is important. Uh, will there be a, will there be another rooster order if there's enough interest? You'd have to say that there's going to be demand for it based off the quality of what people are seeing. Because I've had questions asked, when can I put in an order? Well, all we've got to do is just say, "Hey, Josh, let's do this," and he'll be like, "Yeah, all right, let's do it. Let's, do it. let's pull the trigger. Let's pull the trigger. Let's um, slap the cow and call it Murray Williams." Yeah, look, if that's if that's what gets you off, man, then yeah, let's do that. <laughs> now, I want to talk about a big event. A big event. That's happening at the Kenwood Cricket Club. Would you say that this event is the social highlight of the year, bar the wind-up? Of this year, yes. Yeah, of this, of this calendar year. This calendar year, 100%. I've, I've got a little bit of an opener that I'm going to play in regards to tonight because Chris Chadwick's a big fan of this song, goes around singing it. 
It's Friday then. It's Saturday, Sunday. Because the Kenwick Cricket Club big day out's happening. <laughs> I'm pretty excited to hear this on the bus. Oh, so there is a bus. If you're listening and you haven't heard about it and you want to be involved. And you should want to be involved. Uh, it's going to be a massive, massive night. So And day. Because it's a great opportunity because... Half the, the club's not playing. Half the club's not playing. So if you're a one-day player who normally would just sit at home, come down and watch, come down and support, have a few drinks, watch the boys, enjoy yourself. And then we suit up, dress up with in whatever you want. I know you're big on the Hawaiian shirts. I was under the impression that uh, that was the the attire for the evening. Oh look, look, I'm open to anything. Are you going to be wearing a Hawaiian shirt? If I'm not wearing a Hawaiian shirt, I'll make sure I'm dressed well. <laughs> you seem like you want to hurt me. Mm, I'm just, I'm very confused. Very confused. How could you be dressed well if you weren't wearing a Hawaiian shirt? Oh, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, come down. It's going to be a massive day and night. Uh, watch fourth grade win. Watch sixth grade win. Jump on a party bus from seven thirty. Head in. Even before the bus, you know that there's going to be a pre-party. Oh yeah, in the tubs at Mills One and Two. And I'll tell you what, those sixth grade boys—they know how to party. They know how to party, and they know how to... They'll be there getting ready, and there'll be music going. They'll be up and about. Tell Don't you, you worry. I'll tell you what, one of the best things about Sunday is having the RAV4 playing in the in the top side. RAV came in, bought his little speaker, and nice got a nice acoustic at uh, at Cannington in the change rooms at Coker. And Good he, set up at Coker. And he, yeah, not bad, not bad. And he, and he started blaring out the tunes right after the win. So we sung the song, let them know all about it. Then the beers came out. And then the boombox came on. I like it. So really just enjoy that one, Cannington. Enjoy that, because we did. <laughs> Very much so. So I digress. Big day out. $20 you get on the bus. The party bus. K-B-D-O. Kenwick, big day out. Um, actually, Al Martin's brainchild. Um, He's sort a smart of man. Combined with me and Al, but Al was keen. He pushed it. So... Get on board. Get on board the bus. It's going to be a big night. Those interested in in uh, coming along that perhaps need a bit more information, what should they do? Who should they reach out to? Uh, reach out to myself uh, or message the page if you're so inclined. Uh, you know, we, we said about social events and we, fi- we've, we finally worked our way into a yeah, little one. I'll tell you what, this can, this can only be a building block. Oh, for sure. 100%. I, I'm very excited. Hmm. Um... If your partner wants to come, bring them along. If you have a friend who wants to come, I don't see why you can't come. If they're a good person, yeah, please bring them along. Yeah, of course. If they're a questionable contact, leave them at home. <laughs> Murray, we'll see you there. I believe he's still banned. Oh, no. Okay, well, I think it is time for us to jump into our votes, uh, probably our favourite time of the show. Uh, there were some big performances this week, so this is going to be a tough one. Well, controversial from my perspective here, because mm. you said to me, I said, are we doing are we doing five, four, three, two, one for Saturday and Sunday? No. You said, no, brother, for the weekend. It's for the weekend. Yep. So now, contextually, yep. 14 rounds in, in fourth grade. Yep. And they played two of the 14 rounds just this week, just gone. Yep. But they're, they're losing the chance of getting the extra votes. It's unlucky, based on the whole weekend, brother. On the whole weekend? Yep. All right. Cool. You don't agree? No, it's it's your radio. 
Oh, look, I, I'm, I'm just, just I'm just the clown waving the flag, man. Look, the other teams don't play on the Sunday. Why should they miss out on the opportunity for votes? Maybe they uh, maybe they play more games. Look, you know what? Get back in your box. It'd be a rather <laughs> large box for me to fit in, sir. <laughs> uh, I can organise a big box if you want one. Yeah, do it. All right. Well, do you want to start off with your one vote? Yeah. Look, a lot of a lot of uh, honourable mentions. Uh, gee, where do I start? Special mentions. Um, Angad really rough to miss out with his 64 oh. and his one for 17. Um, shape spattered really well across both days. Yep. Um, cheese bowled well uh, across the weekend and got 30-odd on the, on the first day. Uh, Connor Breed got a first baller on Saturday but fielded really well for the most part. Also uh, a pretty crucial 16 on the Sunday, but yep. it looked really good. Yep, yep. Uh, and the Rav Four, he just—he's just something special on the field. I actually said to him, "I said, mate, I'll give up this coaching caper. I'm just—I'm just here to." Just Hold on a second. Has Rav Four missed out on your votes? Yeah. Wow, that's harsh. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, mate. I don't know about that, Stephen Cheapers. No, you know. Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm a—I'm a harsh man. What can I say? He fielded really well. I did say to him, I "said, mate, look." You start running the fielding practice because you're you're elite, mate. You you set the standard. All right, now let's jump in to our votes. Uh, so we're going to go with your one. I know you've just given your honourable mentions, uh, but what's your one vote? And to be fair, there could have been even more honourable mentions. Yeah, I digress. Uh, Mister Lego Head himself, Mister Mister Nick Jackson. That's a great call. Yeah, was three for twenty-four. Yeah. Um, against a side that has oh, at least eight of those blokes are multiple first grade winning premiership players for Phoenix and or whoever else they decided to play for before they were at Phoenix so for having not picked up a cricket bat or a ball in god knows how long they're pretty good yeah good call on you Nick my honourable mentions a few that I missed out yourself actually three for bowled really well and um Look, did a job at the end with the bat as well, so... Can't buy a vote in this thing, not for love or money. Yeah, it's, it's, a, tough, it's a tough gig. Yeah. It's a tough gig. Uh, another honourable mention, and I'm going to give a really, really special mention to this guy, because he was in the votes last week, and I'm disappointed I couldn't sneak him in this week. Manny, man me hit sing. Um, again, really good kid, just uh, pulled through for us on the weekend. We had a pull out at about 12.30 Saturday, and Manny was playing Fs originally. Uh, obviously, they got forfeited. Um, I said, Manny, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's no game. Don't worry about it. This was not Saturday morning. I've told him this. <laughs> so then I give him a message, 12.30. Manny messaged me back as, as soon as possible. Hey, what's up? Five minutes later, I said, we're short. Down at Mills 1. How quickly can you get here? Do you want to play? And he goes, oh, let me ask my dad. All good. He said, I'll be there. I might be a bit late. Gets there with 10 minutes to spare. So before Sheep got there? Oh, well before. Um, Classic. Was uh, very thankful to Manny and uh, did a good job. Also, shout out to IU as well, another junior of mine who was going to play Fs, was going to debut in his first ever senior game, and unfortunately 
didn't happen. So maybe next weekend. Hopefully next weekend for him. Uh, probably a few other ones I'm missing out on as well. And another actual very special mention to Scott Hartman, who just missed out on my votes. Uh, just did a, just came down, kept in the heat, filled on the boundary when he wasn't keeping. Um, just did the the right thing and really was um, real positive in the field and just really got around the boys as much as he could and I appreciated that. Very talented cricketer. Scott oh, Hartman. extremely talented and yeah, he just um, he just said, look, uh, I'm pissed off at 37 degrees, but I said I'd play and I was never going to leave you short, so here I am. Oh, I, I respect that. So, oh. <coughs> uh, Apologies. Uh, yeah, so it was a really tough week actually with my votes. Uh, I went with one vote, Nick Jackson as well. Nice. So, yeah, really, really good effort. Um, the the thing I liked most, that guy hasn't played for us for, what, two, three years? At least. Uh, and he actually was one of the players in the field who taught the most, gave the most energy, got behind the boys, wanted us to do well. And I said, mate, you should be playing all the time because... He got the right attitude, and he wanted to be there and had a crack. He's got a long-term partner with two kids now. Yes, yes, he does. Yeah, and he's your age? Yeah, maybe one year younger. Yeah, so look, he's he's pretty busy. He is, he is, but uh, it was great to have him back, and it was like he'd never left. It was like he was, you know, there every week, but uh, hopefully we'll see him again soon. Be nice. Bit of a story about Nick Jackson. I think the last time he played was uh, one day A's... At Mills won, and him and Lewis Walden put on 80 to win the game against oh. Armadale. No wonder he stopped playing. He just went, no, oh, that's me done, boys. Yeah. I, I actually remember when that happened, and because that was also a patch where Nick Jackson hadn't played, so he came back for a little patch. And uh, I remember, this is no offence to Nick Jackson, Nick couldn't really bat. <laughs> like, let's, he's a bowler. He was a bowler. He was a bowler. And I remember I got back, I'm like, oh, Nick made 32 and put on 85 or something with Lewis Wand win the game. And I was like, who? Nick Jackson put on... I was like, wowee. Boy, oh boy. So exciting times. Another thing as well, no one wanted to open the batting. He goes, I'll open, I don't care. And out he went, got a duck, but he did it. He was there. He did. Uh, so you got my one vote. Can do attitude. Yeah. And who was your two votes? My two votes... Go to go to the Dick Bean. Oh. Richard Pinto. Richard Pinto. Four for sixteen and fourteen runs. That yep. that's uh, that's basically an all rounder in the SMCA. Oh it is. Yeah. He's probably in the top three all rounders of the club now. That's a that's a huge call. <laughs> Rotates each way. <laughs> oh yeah, understandable. Understandable. Um so look, I don't know anything about uh how he bowled, uh just from looking at the uh the scorecard in, in the context of the game. Real real solid. Uh, my two votes went to Sean Ingram. Uh, bowled real well on the Saturday. One for one off his five and got dragged. Yeah, he did. That's yeah, he strange. Did. I, I think, was it so to facilitate bringing on Ian? Yeah, so I was seeking to Colby. It was, was warmish. I was seeking to Colby and Colby goes, I think it was Sunday, and he goes, I, I just realised, I think I dragged Took after five overs, and I think he had one for one. Yeah. And he went, that's a bit dog. <laughs> and I went, <laughs> good awareness. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, well bowled. And 
can't uh, underestimate that 25 he made on the Sunday. Crucial. Well, for that exact reason, Sean Ingram gets my three votes. Oh, huge. Because, like I said previously, we were seven for 151 after being basically none for 100 after 20 overs. And all of a sudden, there's three overs left, and we're only on 151. Now, admittedly, Cannington bowled well, and they pegged us back. But Sean Ingram said, you know what? No, no, not today, boys. Get on my back. And, uh, gee, he tell you what, he hit hit a couple of real nice clean balls. Yeah, he did. It was uh, one six that I heard you on the boundary line. You got it. You were well up and about. <laughs> I got up and about for the two that he got dropped on the boundary for. Yeah, that was quite funny. Because <laughs> off the bat, and everyone around me agreed, we thought it was six. It looked it looked like it was big. Mm-hmm. And then it was more height than length. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also played one through the covers that went for four and that's the thing about Chook because he loves through the covers loves it through the covers so I remember back in that C's year he would just open the batting and because you bowl outside off and he would just go I'm crunch covers to, crunch I'm covers I'm of that and uh, yeah pretty funny but pretty uh, pretty handy cricketer that guy the best the best part about his innings I found as well is from, from being out in central um, the captain of Cannington was um, sledging everyone um and, you know, especially Rav about how uh, Rav couldn't hit one past him and how if he wanted to go, you know, if he wanted to score through the covers, he'd have to hit it over him. Um, and then I proceeded to see him drop at least three catches, <laughs> um, one, one of which was Sean at an incredibly crucial time. So, uh, cheers, mate. Thought Chuck bowled pretty well early on on the Sunday as well until they got a bit of a hand on him. Yeah, Dogra. Their, their bloke Dogra was just a real good eye on him. And, yeah, Sean didn't really bowl... I mean, what was it, none for 27 or 4? Something like that. Yeah. yeah, look, and one over went for 16. Yeah. I was uh, real, when, when we were in trouble, though, I was real getting around the boundary trying to be loud and get you boys up and about. Yeah, definitely appreciated <laughs> that. I heard that. Oh, yeah, that's the sort of thing that keeps you going. Yeah, when, I was when, trying. When times are getting tough. Well, then uh, I, I, I was on the boundary giving Chris Chadwick some water, and uh, the Cannington captain sprints over. We can't really sprint, but, you know, comes over uh, and says to me, you're on the field. I went, no, I'm not behind the line. Even even if I was a step on the field, like, what's it affecting? Which I wasn't anyway. And he goes, if you do that again, we're calling you no ball. I said, I laughed, and I said, you got to be joking. He goes, I'm not joking. If you do that again, we're calling you no ball. And I was like, you're a flog. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was in my head. I was like, if you yell out to your umpire to call a no ball, and then he calls a no ball, you pr- there's probably going to be a punch on. Like, <laughs> well, we would never do that at the Kemble Cricket Club. Of course not. But, but some heated words would, would definitely have yeah. been exchanged. Yeah, it would have uh, certainly got fired up. Yeah, I think. absolutely. Uh, it was already fiery, fiery at that point anyway. It was. It was a fiery contest. You know this, and this is the unfortunate thing. These incidents can happen when you have to self umpire. Yeah, and uh, you know, like obviously we are amateur cricketers, but fourth grade is too high a level to be self-umpired. Yeah, weird, weird, weird. Um, my three votes. I went to Angat. Um, I, I really enjoyed that he made some runs, and he missed out last week or the week before for me where he made runs. So I felt like he needed to be included. You're trying to right a wrong. Yeah, oh, it's always tough week to week. So. Someone misses out. You want to get him involved again. Hmm. I saw him on the Sunday, and he and he had some variety of uh, like some bandage on his thumb. He also was wearing a pretty cool hat. Yeah, um, I disagree. Um, but just if you're listening, um, I got uh, what do you, what do you 
why are you getting injured so much, mate? Like you, you, you're you're a good looking rooster. You're a fit rooster. You you know leaps and bounds ahead of the ninety five percent of the blokes at our club. Why are you getting injured so much? Look, I don't know if Angat is partnered or has a miso, but I'm going to say it. I reckon that man really attracts the ladies. Yeah, he he would be he'd be uh, close to what like what top top three like good looking rooster. He's the Fabio of the of the oh, Kenwood Cricket mate, Club. I reckon he most beautiful man in all of Cosmos Street. <laughs> I reckon he drags him in. I reckon he has some big nights out on the town. I reckon if he if he's coming Kenwick big day out. Yeah, Surely no, he's there. Surely. Oh, rumours are he will be, and I, I hope it's the case. Mm. We'll wait and see. Uh, who got your four votes? That's a great question. Uh, oh, Chad Chriswick. Oh, great, great shout. Yeah, the Chad. So, look, yeah, he, um, his season's been disjointed by his uh, own admission, and uh, the start of the day, he's like, yeah, feels like the... On the Saturday, he goes, yeah, it feels like it's the first day of uh, the season for me. You know, cause it's been chopping and changing. I said, well, mate, you get two hits this weekend, so, you know, made the most of it. And, and he did. 75 knot. Uh, crucial setting up the win for us. Took a couple of catches. Yeah, field, always feels very well, exceptionally well. Didn't bowl. Yeah, didn't bowl all weekend. Didn't bowl all weekend. Interesting. Interesting. But, yeah, and then 16 on... Uh, on the Sunday, about a bit not, of time though. Yeah, not a huge score, but yeah, he he was out there when it was tough, yeah. and, he, and he stopped the crumble from happening. Well, he he delayed a crumble from happening. <laughs> uh, look, now I, and I always miss him. I can't believe I've missed Chris. You already missed me, mate. So you know. No, but at least I mentioned you. Thanks, mate. I can't believe I miss Chris Chadwick. I'm real dirty on myself and I can't change my votes now because I'd be taking someone out of a four and five spot who should be there you know mm. that's why you should really yeah you should really have a think about it I did have a think about it mate did you yes uh, would we be here if you did four votes for me you're giving them to yourself <laughs> <laughs> four votes for me went to the Rav uh, the Rav, Rav man. 4 I don't, I don't like calling him Rav 4 because we've already named the Rav Rav 4 and yeah, I always call Rav, Sir Rav Rav Four. Okay, and now, but now I feel like I should call. They're both so quick, mate. If you had them fielding on the same side, there's no boundaries getting hit anyway. Oh, if we had one sweeper at mid wicket and one sweeper at cover, yeah, good luck hitting boundaries square of the wicket, you dogs. Oh, he's you, you hit one at point, he's at extra cover. Well, he's not going to the boundary. Guess what? It's two if you're quick. <laughs> uh, yeah, it batted beautifully. That fielding I saw on Saturday, wow, we that was impressive. Um, I just hope he continues the form and keeps up and about. And look, he didn't even bowl. If he sorts his bowling out, gee, that is a weapon. Yeah, he's a secret weapon. Tell me your five votes. I think I think you know where I think you know where these votes are going. Oh, Kenwick's very own Spider Man. Yep, spinning webs in. Ian Warman Archibald, very good. Five for twenty-seven. Two for forty-eight. Little Versace. On the Sunday, but you know he was hot on Saturday. He had a lot of work to do. Yeah. My only criticism, if I oh. if I can issue a oh criticism, my, oh my God. is uh, the lack of time he puts into his batting. He never bats at training. He never does. And he's a, he's actually a good bat. Yeah, you can never. He knows how to hold a stick. That man, actually, just a story about his his batting. Tell me. And uh, Blake Ashworth actually played in this game, which makes it all the, all the better. Uh, it was round. I believe 
two, three, round three of the One Day S year a few years ago. And um, interesting lineup we had. Good lineup, but interesting in terms of a, uh, I guess, a niche aspect. Sorry, Bundy. Different cats, 11. Di- different cats. Uh, and I remember we were chasing 120 against East Frio, who we perceived to be a pretty good team. Yep. And I remember we were like four for 14. Yeah. In a lot of trouble. Yeah. Feeling real good about ourselves. Uh, and then Ian Archibald came to party with the bat. Uh, him and Sheehan put on 40 odd or something and really saved us. And. I just was like, this Ian bloke's got something about him. And it was early on that you associated Ian with safety. Oh, yeah, very much so. Uh, not so much the package, uh, but I was glad to see the package score runs. But Ian Archibald, gee, uh, he's a good bat. He really is. I, I, I don't think he's a number 11. I think he... Oh, definitely not. I think he's got many but roles maybe to if play. He, maybe if he applied himself just a bit more. Yeah, 100%. Just a bit more. Well, maybe if he wins the podcast player of the year, he'll have a bat to use and he'll... i tell you what, there are no contrived results here. This bloke's leading the wickets most likely for the club and definitely for the grade he's playing in. So he deserves every vote, in my opinion. Yeah. But of course I would agree with myself. So look, what I'm saying, Wyman, is if you do win the stick, I need to see you in those nets, brother. I need to see you having a hit. Yeah. Okay, well, my... Before, actually, just one thing before yeah. we go, just to throw a little bit of shade... My mate, my mate Sean Ingram, yep. on the weekend drops a catch off Ian. So nothing unusual about that. Ian gets catches dropped off him all the time. Yeah. It's not specifically a Chook thing. It's an Ian thing. He yep. gets catches dropped yep. off him. So, yeah, um, he's at like a pretty regulation mid-on, uh, and the bloke hits it to him. And uh, it's quite low. He's on his hands and knees pretty much when he drops it. Um and as he's as he's coming up, and we were all a bit like, oh, you know, oh, oh, oh sort of thing. He, um, a little bit later, he goes, "That was a bump ball." No, no. And we're no. like, mate, how the hell did a bump ball carry like that all the way to mid on? No, this is what happened because Chook told me the story. Chook saw the ball, so for whatever reason, I didn't see it. Obviously, Chook was fielding, and as soon as it hit, thought it was a bump ball. And then he heard everyone go catch and went, oh, shit, and tried to catch it. So he wasn't as ready as he probably should have been because he, for whatever reason, genuinely thought it was a bump ball. Given the pace with which Ian bowls, or the lack thereof, being a spinner, how do you reckon How do you reckon a bump ball's making all of it the entire way? How do you reckon it's well, getting a Well, I didn't see on? it, Stephen. Well, I was so... at cover. I was at cover, and let me tell you. Look, I trust Sean Ingram like I trust... Uh, a warm blanket in the moonlight so I trust that Sean Ingram wouldn't lie to me and <laughs> and I think that it was a bump ball maybe you were all wrong <laughs> radio champion my five votes your five votes actually uh, went to someone from the one day beat no it went to Ian Ian Archibald yeah. <laughs> five wickets on the Saturday, two on the Sunday. Uh, <laughs> there is definitely no favouritism here. It's just hard not to give him the votes when he keeps delivering the goods. 24 wickets at 9.96. I mean... The king. The rest, the rest, of, the, the rest of the boys, you know, I, I challenge you. I challenge you. Make me give my five votes to someone else. Oh. Because right now, Ian, Ian's got me. Fists up against the wall. 
by the scruff of the neck and he's like, brother, give me those votes. And I'm like, oh, here you go, mate. Oh, look, Ian surpassed me as, as the, the spin bowler at the club by, by a mile. He surpassed Chatty. Yeah, and hey, shout out to Chatty, third best spinner at the club now. <laughs> uh, and I couldn't be happier that he surpassed me. I, I hope he takes 70 wickets for the year. Boy, oh boy. I'll tell you what, if Ian Archibald takes 70 wickets, we win the premiership. Um, real Wiss vibes. I hope it doesn't turn into a second half of the year with no wickets like Wiss. Yeah, he, he was, what, 49? 49 up to Christmas and then 53 for the rest of the year. Yuck. And he probably wouldn't have been bowling badly either. Just, just Sometimes it just happens for you and sometimes it doesn't. Just Wiss things. Yeah. Uh, well, we we're going we we're gonna to attempt to give someone a cheeky call, weren't we? Why not? I mean, who who have we got now? We haven't lined anyone up for this podcast just so you're Well, because we knew that we, we had the double header. There were things that we needed to we needed to discuss. Yeah, um, just I'm going through here. Is there anyone that you see in your phone book that you could potentially consider? We give a call. Just going to have a quick scroll through. Have you have you had a look there? What what are you thinking? What are well, you? some some real prominent names jump out to me. Uh, I think of uh, you know there's Jeff Martin, uh, Gary Hartman, uh, George Pomersback, Graham Smith. Greg Tomasini. Graham Smith. Obviously working through the Gs. Yeah. Uh, what about a young Jacob Lockyer? Let's give it a crack. Open the bowling and the batting on the weekend. I'll dial in the number real quick. Just uh, punching it in there. Let's see if we get an answer. I, I've got money on no because I reckon you'll see the number and be like, who is this? It is ringing. I'd say you're probably right. It's a waiting game. Hello, Jake speaking. Hello, Jacob Lockyer. It's Matthew Arrowsmith and Stephen Kemp. G'day, Flog. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've, we've welcomed you onto the, the Kenwick Cricket Club podcast. Congratulations, you've made it. I'm about to go to bed. So what you're saying is it's a good time? It's a very bad time. <laughs> So look, we we don't want to keep you for too long. We just thought we'd re- <laughs> we'd really just throw caution to the wind here, and we went. Who in this phone book could we maybe give a call? And you were our our big option. So first of all, how are you? Good, fellas. How are you? Oh, better for hearing your voice. Now, what is it like um, to be a man that can do everything? As in, you opened the batting and the bowling on the weekend. Do you consider yourself the full package? Hold on. I'm live on a podcast, man. Man says, Who the fuck's calling? <laughs> I'm live on a podcast, man. Um, does your name want to say anything? or No. <laughs> now, uh, look, your bowling didn't go to plan on the weekend. Talk us through no. what happened, in your opinion, in your words. Yeah, they were too good. They were pretty good. <laughs> uh, they got away from us pretty quick. I think they were none for 140-ish. So I don't think you bowled as bad as you thought you did, to be honest. Uh, Not as bad as Sheet. But... <laughs> yeah, Sheet came on and bowled leg spin. So uh, I think he went for 37 off two, actually. That's yucky. I'm going to be honest with you. Given the strange number that was calling, I'm surprised you answered. Yes, I know. 
and and you're mad at us. What what are your life decisions? You're tired. You're you're almost in bed. You're picking up strange phone numbers. Like what what are you doing, mate? What's, what's going on in your life? That's a good question, Kempy. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> now, aside from the fact that the day didn't go too well, it was a pretty painful uh, day. Um, you you opened the batting. Looked quite good. Did yeah. you feel good? I did. I thought, I thought, yeah, I might need to call up to the one day, uh, the fourth grade, maybe, take Kempi's spot. I remember you, you batting quite well. Were there any boundaries involved? One, mate. Very nice. That's exciting. Striking 15 off 30, that's too quick. That's too quick for yeah. me. <laughs> mate, that's, you need sl- to calm that, it down. that's slow by the pace that man's been going at the last couple of weeks. Yes. Now... Can I ask, you did dye your hair purple pre-match. Was that yeah. a plan to try and intimidate the opposition? or? Yes, I thought it would uh, put them off. Maybe yeah. a bit of shine from the sun. I don't know. It's, it went all, it went all, blonde, all white. <laughs> I had to redo it. Yeah, he does. have you redone it now? Yeah. Oh, wow. Purple pink. <laughs> he, uh, he did look like he'd come from the retirement home on the, uh, yeah. the Sunday. Uh, I do actually have a picture of Jake Lockyer here, Kemp, that I'll I'll show you now. Oh. Um, one we took on on Sunday because you know about his uh, purple hair. Obviously, um, you would have seen it. It's great that podcasts are such a visual medium. Oh, I can post this on the socials. For please, please see. do. Um, picture here of Jake Lockyer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's Good old Meg. <laughs> that's actually a picture of U.S. soccer player Meg, Meg Rapinor, I believe her name is. Uh, so I see the similarities. Ve- very, very, very similar. Um, Meg Rapino. So um, Jake Lockie now referred to as Meg or Rapsy. On your Rapsy. Rapsy. <laughs> Instead of Fredsy. <laughs> so yeah, that's a lot better. So flog, uh, as as I like yeah. to refer to you, and uh, as many people do. You, uh, you. If you were listening to this, uh, you know, at home, uh, and you're thinking to yourself, "Why the fuck did these blokes call this guy uh, up, up in, the mi- in the middle of the evening as he's trying to go to sleep?" What yeah. would you, what would you say to the listener um, that that you know, obviously, what, what was the reason that we called you? Obviously, there's a reason. We think we think you're great, but you know, you sell yourself to the audience here. Why, why do you think we called you? I don't know. I just want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> After, look, are you going to be down at training on Thursday? I will be. So, are you? obviously there's no one-day grades this week. Are you hoping to push for selection into the fourth grade team? Yeah, right. As a bowler or a batsman? Uh, 11A would be nice. 11A <laughs> in a one-dayer. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah that would be good. <laughs> Uh, well, Jake, before you go, is there anything you want to, you want to say to the Kenwick public? Let me go to sleep. <laughs> well, this has been a resounding success, and I thank you very much for your time. Thanks for calling me, fellas. Great to have Jake Long here on the podcast. Such a uh, such a passionate individual. You could really hear it in his voice how much he uh, how much he wanted to be a part of the show. Oh, look, I think he was half asleep. I think he'd he'd already shut the eyes. I'm real surprised he answered. Yeah. I'm real surprised, but glad he did. Yeah, look, um, he's a rare individual, isn't he? A lot of rare individuals at our club. Oh yeah, uh, but good man. So well done. Oh, absolutely. Thanks, Joe. Absolutely. Uh, and I think we're pretty much done here. So uh, big podcast again, and 
Look forward to seeing you on Saturday and seeing everyone down there for fourth and sixth round. Of course, the Kenwick Big Day Out. Yeah, the KBDO. The K, the KBDO. I um, I reckon Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sorry, what were you saying? Oh, I was just going to say next week's going to be uh, going to be a huge episode because obviously we'll have two games of cricket to to go through, maybe in in, in slightly a bit more depth. Yeah. Um, but then the weekend's performances, the real the real performances, Saturday night. Oh, baby. Who was best on ground? Who was best off ground? Who was best in tubs? Who knows? These are the things that we'll really need to discuss. Also, I'd like to uh, like to uh, put it out there into the universe that I reckon next week. We'll have a real big guest on the show. Really? Are you doing some work? Well, I don't wanna I don't wanna give too much mm. away. I don't wanna give too much away. Mm. But I reckon we might have someone on the show next week. Know some people, do you? Mm. Have friends, do you? <laughs> Certainly don't have any friends here, mate. So watch your back. Yeah, thanks, mate. Anyway, it's been a great episode and I'm sure I'll see you here again next week. Shashini. The Chemic Rollers Cricket Club podcast is proudly sponsored by Royalty Plumbing. Royalty Plumbing is a reliable plumbing, gas and electrical company dedicated to providing quality service throughout the Perth area. Give them a call today on 9451 7735.